up, people? It is Saturday, January 25th. My name is B. Hill, and this is the Just My Opinion podcast, where I give my opinion on a variety of topics. You can like it, you can hate it. I'm good either way, because it's just my opinion. Uh, getting right to it for this week, I know it's been a minute since my last podcast. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I lost my grandfather, uh, who was a really, really good dude. It was unexpected, uh, but he was... 85 years old, um, so I had to step away to deal with that, had to go out of town last weekend to attend his funeral and kind of get some other stuff straight and just spend time with the family. Uh, again, it was a unexpected passing, but I'm comforted in knowing that he's with my grandmother. They've been reunited, and I'm sure they're extremely happy right now. Um, again, he was a good dude. He was a quiet man, but he liked to crack jokes. He was a funny dude too. Um, so as sad as I am, I'm happy that he's in no more pain. He doesn't have the worries of this world anymore. And again, I feel like he's been reunited with my grandmother. Uh, so being out of town and spending that time with my family, um, it was very therapeutic. I know a lot of people handle death differently and I'm sure I've talked about this before on one of the previous podcasts, but the way I handle death is I pretty much accept it immediately uh, because it's the things that I can't change, I just try to go ahead and accept. Uh, my mom called me, told me my grandfather passed away. Um, I got a little emotional for a minute, then it was, okay, well, I can't change it, he's gone, he's not coming back, so I have to move on with my life, and that may sound a little cold, but... It's just, I'm the type of person that deals in fact and reality. Um, That doesn't mean I don't care that he's gone. I love him to death. I'm going to miss him. But the fact of the matter is, he's not coming back. So I just accept that. And I move on. I still have the memories. I will always keep that. uh, Same when my brother passed about eight years ago. It was the same thing. I got the call. Went to the hospital. Uh, He was gone. Okay, I'm still here. I still have to live my life, so I can't sit and dwell on the fact that they're not here anymore. But just had a really nice time with my grandfather and with the family and spending time with my mom's siblings. And initially, I was sad because he was my last living grandparent. Um, But then as I sat and thought about it, thinking about my mom, both of her parents are gone. And I still have my parents. Um, I don't know what that feels like not to have my parents because we have such a close relationship. So if anything were to happen to them, uh, I would be devastated. So knowing that, you know, my parents, they don't have their parents anymore. I don't have any grandparents left. Um, That's why I talk about family a lot on these podcasts because family is important and you just don't know uh, when something will happen. And I just don't want to ever have a feeling of, I wish I would have said this or done this with my family or my friends. That's why I value those relationships. Um, but again, you know, my grandfather was a good dude. Um, I love him to death. I'm glad I had the time to spend with him that I did. I'm glad we had a good relationship. And one of the things that comforted me during the service was people talking about him in such a positive light just saying that he had said 
that he was okay. If something happened, he was fine. He had his business in order, and he was okay. And that just comforted me and the family, knowing that he was at peace with whatever the situation was. So, rest in peace, Curtis Bonham. Always love you, man. I, I have those memories, uh, you know, forever. And the funny thing about how people handle death is once, you know, friends and stuff started finding out about my grandfather's passing, um, you know, a couple of people took it harder than I did, and they didn't even know him. And, you know, I get the messages, and I appreciate the support, but the messages of, oh, he's in such a better place, and don't worry, don't cry, and I'm like, I didn't. You know, if you know me, you know how I think. You know how I feel about this stuff. Uh, you know, I appreciate the concern, but some people kind of get a little carried away, especially over somebody they didn't know. But again, everybody handles things differently. Uh, moving on to something else I saw in the news uh, the past few days, and it just seems like a disturbing trend with um, discrimination of black people for multiple reasons. Uh, remember last year there was a story about a, a young high school kid wrestler who was told to, in order to wrestle, he had to cut his dreadlocks. And they cut his dreadlocks off right there, standing in the ring before his match. Um, this week, another high school student was told he would not be able to walk during graduation unless he cut his dreadlocks. Um, there was a video that surfaced a couple of weeks ago about a, a black lady who went to work with her natural hair. And her white co-workers just playing with her hair, running their fingers through her hair as if they've never seen anything like that before, which was extremely disrespectful to me. Um, But this trend that people's hair uh, defines who they are is just ridiculous, and it only seems to happen to minorities. Um, It seems like a lot of schools are creating these um, dress codes and, and um, rules and regulations that mostly affect minorities and it's just it's so unfair and also uh, a couple other stories that surfaced this week a black man went to the bank to deposit a discrimination settlement check he got and the police were called on him at the bank because of the check he was trying to deposit uh, another black guy who went to cash his paycheck um, the bank said that the signature on the check didn't match other signatures from the same person so his boss had actually come up to the bank and say that yeah he wrote that check and he mentioned in the video that he had written about 11 checks and the signatures were all the same for his employees and they cashed everybody's check except this young black man and it's, a, it's disheartening because minorities have been uh, treated as lower class or discriminated against forever and it continues on different levels and you know there was a story about a young lady who was trying to get a, a loan from the bank she had a 780 credit score and she was denied for the loan and that's a really really high credit score um, some people have been discriminated against on based on their name you know it, it's been proven that employers will overlook resumes or the qualifications and skills on resumes based on the name if they deem it to be, quote, too ghetto. 
And I don't know how we can get past that because these are individuals making these decisions to discriminate. Um, I, I just, it's disheartening in a sense, but I just get tired of the constant stories. And I know there are a lot more stories that I don't even know about that aren't reported uh, of these type of things happening, but it just seems to be minorities being the ones uh, affected by this stuff. And these are things that could you know, affect their lives, their families, and everything. Um, so th- this is just something I have to pray about because I don't have the answers. Uh, I, I don't know. It, other than these people that are making these decisions to discriminate against innocent people be held accountable and lose their jobs. And hopefully that sets an example for other people. That's the only thing I could see at this point. But it's just, it's very disheartening that people continue to treat us the way that they do. And I've faced some discrimination before. Um, some of it I deemed was pretty blatant. But, you know, I try not to make a huge deal out of it, depending on the situation. Um, you know, if it's a term, uh, if it comes to me spending money, I'll just spend my money elsewhere with somebody who appreciates my money and, and what I have to offer. But when you start looking at jobs and things of that nature, you know, again, that can affect your finances, that can affect your family, that can affect your livelihood. Uh, but it's just something that it, it has to be changed with the, the discrimination that's going on. Um, I wanted to touch on the impeachment trial really quickly. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on it because I'm just annoyed with the whole thing. Um, prior to the articles of impeachment being sent to the Senate, uh, McConnell and several other Republican senators already said their mind was made up and they were going to follow the lead of the White House. Well, the senators, prior to the impeachment process, they take um, an oath saying that they will be impartial and they will follow the rules of the Constitution and law. So uh, the other day when the Democrats started their arguments, there were 21 senators that didn't even attend. So how can you be impartial if you don't even sit there and listen to the articles of impeachment? So my thought is, once this is over, the Senate will not convict Trump of anything. He will be found innocent. Um, and he will be able to walk. I think all of these senators should be held accountable and they should be prosecuted and put in jail for not doing their job and violating the oath of office that they serve. So, uh, and probably nothing will happen. The only way we can get something done is to vote them out, um, which they should be. November will be here before you know it. Um, and also, a few weeks ago with the Iran attacks, Trump had tweeted that uh, all was good uh, when they Iran um, bombed a base I guess in Iran or Afghanistan wherever the base was they dropped a few bombs over there and you know the report was nobody was injured uh, everybody was safe and sound and Trump tweeted all was good well apparently all wasn't good um, reports started surfacing this week about some injuries and basically when Trump was asked about it he just said oh a few people had headaches well it turns out that at least 34 U.S. Marines or servicemen um, have serious head injuries and brain injuries and that's not all good 
if people have serious brain injuries. Um, so to downplay what these people went through, what they're still going through, is very misleading uh, because what he did was unnecessary. Starting this, um, you know, killing Suleimani, and I'm not saying I'm not defending Suleimani at all. He was a bad guy, but the process in which he took to do it, uh, not getting Congress's approval or not following the proper channels uh, and thinking about the repercussions of his actions um, just doesn't make sense. Uh, so enough of that. Uh, I am excited about the Super Bowl next weekend. Uh, there were two really good games last weekend. Um, Kansas City looked really, really good. And San Francisco looked really good too. So I'm expecting a really good game next week. Uh, my prediction is Kansas City to win 34-30. But we'll see. I don't have a dog in the fight, so it's not a... Um, I don't really care who wins. I'm just looking forward to a good game. And I'm just glad that um, the Patriots are in the Super Bowl. Because that would have been horrible. I'm kind of tired of them. So I'm looking forward to a good game next week. And also, uh, I saw Bad Boys for Life. Good movie. Um, I would highly recommend it if you have not seen it. Uh, I felt that they addressed the age thing. I hate when you have sequels, especially when the sequels were uh, so far apart and they don't address the age. And this one addressed and embraced the fact that they're older now. Um, I thought the plot was good. Of course, there's some overboard action, but I I thought it was a really good movie and I think there's going to be a fourth one, so I'm looking forward to that and I'm glad that they waited, got the script right, uh, got the casting right, and uh, the storyline is is a good one, so I think they have a few different places they can go from here, but um, very good movie, Bad Boys for Life. Uh, Next on the list is Jess Mercy. I've heard a lot of good things about it, so my plan is to see that next week. And then I'll give a a brief opinion on that after I see it in the next podcast. Um, This week's verbal middle finger goes to a lady who uh, tried to put down the rapper Young Jock. And for those that don't know Young Jock, probably in the early 2000s, he had uh, a couple of very popular songs. He's been on, I think, Love and Hip Hop the past couple of seasons, but he was driving for a rideshare company, and uh, one of the passengers got into his car, and she basically tried to put him down and telling him to his face, you know, he's fell off and all of this stuff because he's uh, driving for a rideshare company, and it's like, lady, he's making an honest living, would you rather him be out selling drugs or something like that? Um, You know, just being disrespectful to the man who's trying to make an honest living and to think about it you needed him you called him for a ride so did you not have a car maybe you fell off so you know you get a rubber metal finger for that and I wish I knew your name but she gets a rubber metal finger for putting down a man that's trying to earn an honest living I don't care if he was famous or not uh, dude is not doing anything wrong he's just trying to make some money simple as that uh and the positive note for the week 
uh, comes from Martin Luther King, and I thought it was fitting since we just celebrated uh, MLK birthday uh, earlier this week. So one of the quotes that I really like by him says, um, if I cannot do great things, I can do small things in a great way. And that resonates for me. So thank you, Dr. King, for everything you've done. Uh, That's it for this week. Thank you for listening. Until next time, peace.